the neurotransmitter serotonin contributes to feelings of happiness. Recent studies are showing that serotonin is actually produced in the gut, which is why maintaining proper gut health is key for improving your mood, reducing stress, and helping you to stop stress eating. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I'm so grateful that you've tuned in today. At the time of this recording, most of us are still locked up in our homes in isolation due to the pandemic and pandemic fatigue. I don't know about you, but pandemic fatigue is definitely starting to settle in. Now, one of the many ways that people are choosing to comfort themselves is with food. And if that's you, then you're going to love this episode because I'm going to be sharing five ways to stop stress eating. So those who eat their emotions, as I like to say, suppress and soothe negative feelings with food. So finding comfort in food when you're stressed, it's pretty common, even outside of the pandemic. And it's a practice known as emotional eating. Emotional eating can be a cycle that's really tough to break, but not impossible. This is something that I cover in my programs like Shed and Shred because stress eating and emotional eating is so common. When you're stressed, eating can just seem like just the thing that you need. There's just the thing that you need to do to help to squash those unpleasant emotions, whether you're feeling boredom, loneliness, depression, or even anxiety. But the problem is stress eating, like I mentioned earlier, is really hard to stop and in many cases can lead to overeating. If you're trying to maintain your weight, stress eating can make it even harder. Now, when you're stressed, your body releases the hormone cortisol and eating actually does make you feel better, at least for a little while. But the thing is, it's a crutch, a Band-Aid. What's worse is that you may even feel feelings of guilt or shame after eating that way or turning to food in times of stress, which is what leads to a cycle of excess eating and the issues that come with it, like obesity and heart disease. So here are five ways to stop stress eating. Number one is awareness. And this is huge, okay? Having awareness is really key to stop stress eating. It all starts with awareness. In my program, Shed and Shred, I talk about how to spot the difference between emotional eating and true hunger. Now, one of the major cues is that physical hunger, it develops more slowly over time. 
versus emotional hunger, which comes about like suddenly or abruptly. And it just feels like it needs to be catered to right away. So another cue is that with physical hunger, you can actually feel that sensation of fullness when you're eating and you can usually stop eating versus emotional eating. You keep eating food without feeling full. And again, you may even feel guilty or shame afterwards. You know, another way to look at this as as well as let's say you're at your desk and you're working your way and it's lunchtime and you're hungry, right? But you can delay that hunger because you have another email to send or you have a phone call you can make that you have to make. So you can actually feel like you have to or you can delay that hunger. Okay, so that's true physical hunger. And again, emotional hunger is that hunger that just feels like it needs to be catered to right away. Okay, so understanding the triggers that cause you to eat emotionally or turn to food in times of stress is something that I just took my students through in the Shed and Shred program, and it was a huge aha moment for them. Now, at the end of the six weeks, my students established a much healthier relationship with food and were equipped with the tools that they needed to stop feeling so overwhelmed and to make healthier choices more consistently and more easily. I'll be launching another cycle in April for those of you that are interested in joining because I've received some emails from some of you. Um, And because I like to provide hands-on training and hands-on support, the group is small. So if you're interested in learning more or would like to join the waitlist to get notified of when I launch, I'll drop a link in the show notes for you. Now, a great way to tackle emotional eating and to get more of that sense of awareness is with a food journal. And I know you're probably just rolled your eyes at me saying that, but there's just so much evidence and so much studies that show the benefits of using a food journal when it comes to making changes in our diet or when it comes to trying to lose weight. But here's why you might want to consider you know, having a food journal. It gives you a sense of what, when, why, and how much you're eating. Okay, so remember, there is just so much power in writing things down. All right, so number two, second tip to you know minimize that stress eating is to find some relaxation techniques. So if you feel that you're a stress eater, then you probably are. Okay, so that's why it's important for you to find relaxation techniques that don't involve food as the focus. So one thing you can try to start doing um, is meditation. Okay, so this can be a meditation as short as a few minutes where you maybe recite a a few positive affirmations of how you want to feel, or it could even be a guided meditation as well. I love guided meditations, and there are so many of them out there now. If you just go on YouTube and search like guided meditation or a stress relief meditation, you're going to see all sorts of things come up. So if you're just getting started with meditation, I highly recommend using a guided meditation because you'll probably find it a lot easier and you'll find it um, that it's easier for you to kind of focus on just being present and being in the moment. Because a lot of people that I've talked to about meditation and recommending uh, meditation to is that I can't just sit there in silence because I think about, you know, whether or not I locked the door, whether or not I made my kids lunch for the next day, or they just think about all these random things and they're just not able to silence their thoughts. So by, you know, doing a guided meditation and having somebody kind of just guide you through that process. It's just an easy way to just, like I, like I said, stay centered and to stay more in the moment. Um, so if you want to like recite some affirmations during your meditation, if you just want to you know try doing it on your own, I recommend just starting with like five minutes. Okay. Um, you can just start by repeating some affirmations or some mantras. So an example of an affirmation could be, I am a healthy eater, or, you know, I believe in myself and my abilities, but here's the thing. Even if you don't feel like it, because I know you're probably thinking, well, I'm not any of those things, right? But even if you don't feel like it, still continue to repeat it anyways, okay? Because these mantras will eventually start to rewire your brain, which is going to help you to reduce stress and heal your relationship with food. Now, since feelings of shame and guilt are associated with emotional eating, it's really important that you work on the self-talk. 
Work on the self-talk that you experience before or even after an episode to help you to break the cycle of emotional eating. So other relaxation techniques to stop stress eating, it could include, you know, using journaling prompts, okay, to get your thoughts flowing. Because when you use journaling prompts, it really helps to get those thoughts flowing from out of your head and onto paper, okay? You're getting that stress out of your brain, you're getting that stress onto paper. So if you go on Pinterest and just like look for, you know, writing prompts or journaling prompts, you're going to see so many of them come up. Um, and journaling really is a powerful way to start to work through your thoughts because a lot of times we try to just work through everything in our brain and that's not always the most effective way for working through our problems or working through, you know, any of the feelings that we might be feeling that's causing us to turn to food. And a lot of times when we look at a journal, we see a blank sheet of paper, like we're not really sure what to write and we kind of clam up. But if you have a writing prompt and something that just kind of jogs those thoughts, it's a lot more easier for those thoughts to start to flow. Okay, so another thing you can do to relax yourself is, you know, watching a funny YouTube video. That works too, okay? Just make sure that it's something that that you truly enjoy doing that's gonna help to ease your stress away, okay? Or maybe even watch Coming to America. That just came out. (laughs) So that just came out. So maybe even watch, you know, the newest Coming to America movie with Arsenio Hall um, and Eddie Murphy and just get a really good laugh, okay? Did you know that the very foods you turn to to manage stress and fatigue are actually formulated to keep you hooked? These foods attack the very part of your brain responsible for regulating mood and stress, making your problem worse in the long term while increasing your risk of serious illness. In my free Rise and Strive ebook, you'll discover some key vitamins and nutrients that may help to improve your mood and reduce stress. No excuses. Now is the time to build up your body's defenses so that you can achieve more calm while protecting your body against serious illness. Go get your free ebook by clicking on the link in the show notes or heading to trudyestone.com forward slash rise and strive. Let me know which foods you'll eat more of to manage stress. Um, so tip number three is to find healthy alternatives. So having healthy alternatives on hand is really important so that you don't feel deprived. That's why you see me making all these different things like, you know, um, chickpea mac and cheese. If you look on my website, um, I just did a recipe and, and people are just, you know, losing their mind over this recipe. It's a, a butternut squash chickpea mac and cheese because I love mac and cheese. That's my comfort food, right? So I wanted to make something because I know other people are going through this right now, just like I am. So I wanted to make something that was healthy for people so that they didn't feel that they were depriving themselves or even sweet treats. Like I love, you know, remixing sweet treats, taking something that's unhealthy and just finding a way to make it healthier. And I want to encourage you to do that too. Okay. Now I'm a self-professed cookie monster. So like I said, I've struggled with this too. And I've had to find lots of ways or to, you know, to satisfy that sweet tooth, especially during times of stress. Okay, so some things you can try to stop stress eating are dark chocolate. Okay, so dark chocolate, um, you know, at least 70% cocoa or higher, um, that contains flavonoids, which has actually been shown to reduce stress and anxiety. Or you can even make some homemade energy bites. So if you look on my website, and I'll drop some of these links in the show notes for you guys so you guys can check them out and try these recipes. But, you know, I have a recipe on my website for these salted caramel energy balls, right? So try doing that. I love anything salted caramel. (laughs) Um, You know, the other thing you can try is I've talked about this, I think before on the podcast, these double chocolate avocado cookies, you know, you can do things like that. But just try to challenge your, you know, yourself with, okay, look, this is my favorite thing that I love to eat when I'm stressed out. How can I make this healthier? 
so that I'm still, you know, feeling like I'm still getting that craving or, you know, satisfying that craving, but I'm doing it in a healthier way. Okay. So I want to challenge you guys to do that. Start doing that this week. All right. And let me know on Instagram too. come over to Instagram. I'm Trudy Eastone. Send me a DM. You know, let me know if you've tried any of the recipes that I just mentioned. And let me know if you tried something on your own and how that worked out for you. Okay. Now, if soda is your weakness, right? Or if wine is your weakness, try drinking Perrier or sparkling water instead of soda or wine or even kombucha. Okay. But you do want to watch out, and I talked about this in the previous episode, how to know what's healthy. You do want to watch out for those flavored waters, which may be packed with sugar. All right. Uh, So tip number four is to focus on gut health. Now, one study in the area of anxiety and depression noted that your gut bacteria not only influences how you eat, but also how we think and feel. The vagus nerve is the longest nerve in your body that connects your gut and your brain and sends signals in both directions. The relationship between the gut and the brain, it's bidirectional and it's called the gut brain axis. So this just simply means that they talk to each other. All right. So your gut sends messages to the brain and your brain sends messages to your gut. And this is done through chemicals called neurotransmitters. So for example, the neurotransmitter serotonin contributes to feelings of happiness. Recent studies are showing that serotonin is actually produced in the gut, which is why maintaining proper gut health is key for improving your mood, reducing stress and helping you to stop stress eating. You can enhance your gut health through, you know, things like fermented and cultured foods like Greek yogurt, kefir, sauerkraut and miso. These are all great sources of probiotics. Probiotics support your microbiome, um, a.k.a. your gut by introducing beneficial bacteria. Tip number five, get moving, all right? Even if you don't feel like it, again, all right? Even if you don't feel like it, and trust me, I am right there with you. Sometimes the alarm goes off and I know I should exercise, but I just don't feel like it. And this is something that I talked about with my students in the Shed and Shred program as well. It all comes down to the identity that you want to manifest, okay? Now, if you say you're going to work out, but then you don't work out, guess what happens? Your confidence in yourself starts to tank. So we build our confidence when we keep our commitments to ourselves. And that's how you also manifest your identity. So if you, you know, say you're going to work out and then you don't work out, then you might start to think that you're a lazy person, okay? So what you need to do instead is you need to just start working out. All right. Start doing it more consistently and start doing it more regularly as much as you can and start to remove those barriers to success that are preventing you from working out. All right. So maybe it's laying out your gym clothes, you know, the night before, you know, maybe it's, you know, and I talked to one of my students about this, you know, maybe it's laying out your yoga mat um, from the night before, whatever you need to do to minimize the friction, to reduce that barrier of you not working out. That's what I want you to challenge. That's what I want to challenge you to do. Okay. So even today, like maybe just say to yourself, you know what? I'm going to work out today and just do it. Just start now. Okay. Just start with something simple and it doesn't have to be a big, huge, long workout. It can just be something as simple as even 10 minutes. Okay. But exercise is actually when stress is actually a good thing. Okay. So through your body's stress response, exercise transfers benefits to the body. So exercise is one of the best ways to course correct being in a damaging stress state that may be causing you to stress eat. When you exercise, it actually rewires your brain and sends information to your brain that you're thriving. So it can be as simple as a walk or a jog around the block. Again, you want to social distance, right? You want to have your mask on, make sure you're not, you know, close to anybody on the street, right? So just a little disclaimer there on that. Um, But yeah, so it can be as simple as a walk or a jog around the block. It could be a quick yoga routine. 
Okay, so perfect example. Yesterday when I woke up, I didn't want to work out, right? I was like, you know what? I don't feel like it today. I just want to just do something else. I want to just get right into my day, get right into my work. But I was like, okay, Trudy, what can you do today? What can you do? Maybe you don't want to do the half an hour, but can you do 10 minutes? And that's exactly what I did. I found this amazing yoga instructor um, on YouTube. I'm really digging her work right now. Um, Found that yoga instructor and she had a 10 minute yoga routine. And that's exactly what I did. And I felt so much better about myself by not putting up a zero, by not working out, right? Because now I'm, I'm reinforcing that identity that, hey, I am somebody that works out. I am a fit person versus I am a lazy person. And you manifest that identity when you don't actually do anything at all. All right. And then what does that cause that that causes you now to start to maybe turn to food to manage your stress and to manage your emotions because you don't feel good about yourself. So that's what I mean. Like it, it doesn't have to be this big, huge, extravagant thing. Just do something. OK. Did you know that the very foods you turn to to manage stress and fatigue are actually formulated to keep you hooked? These foods attack the very part of your brain responsible for regulating mood and stress, making your problem worse in the long term while increasing your risk of serious illness. In my free Rise and Strive ebook, you'll discover some key vitamins and nutrients that may help to improve your mood and reduce stress. No excuses. Now is the time to build up your body's defenses so that you can achieve more calm while protecting your body against serious illness. Go get your free ebook by clicking on the link in the show notes or heading to trudyestone.com forward slash rise and strive. Let me know which foods you'll eat more of to manage stress. Okay, so just like I said a moment ago, when you exercise, it actually rewires your brain, sending information to your brain that you're thriving, right? So this could be very helpful, especially during um, times of stress and during these emotional moments because it changes your state from focusing on food as a solution to your stress, which may help you to stop stress eating. And also exercise is what's known as a keystone habit. And a keystone habit is, it's kind of like a master habit. So once you do that habit or once you perform that habit, it kind of makes other habits fall into place, right? So because now you've worked out, you're probably less likely now to maybe binge on chocolate or ice cream or pizza or whatever your vice may be because you spent that time working out. In one study where participants engaged in eight weeks of yoga, they found that yoga was helpful in diffusing emotional states such as anxiety or depression. Yoga also promotes mindfulness, which positively impacts your emotional, mental, and physical health. And speaking of mindfulness, understanding how your mind works will help you to release self-limiting and sabotaging thoughts that may be keeping you stuck when it comes to weight loss and your health. Now, as I mentioned earlier, the enrollment for my six-week group coaching experience, Shed and Shred, will be opening soon, and I'll also be offering an early bird discount for those that snatch up their spot early. So in the program, I'll show you how you can achieve lasting transformational change in your life when it comes to your health so that you can end the struggle and make sticking to a healthy lifestyle easier. You can join the waitlist by heading over to trudyestone.com forward slash shed. So once you join that waitlist, I'll send you information when we actually open enrollment so that you're one of the first to get notified. And if you're interested in joining the program, you can take advantage of that early bird discount. So again, it's trudyestone.com forward slash shed. And there's a link in the show notes for you below. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to trudyestone.com. 
That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in. 